Everyone knows that when the calendar turns to June, it can be an opportunity for you to really slack off in your business. If you are a business owner and not making sales every single day, you are one step closer to being out of business. And if you're in a J-O-B and looking to get out, being non-productive is not going to help you in any way, shape, or form. So today on Full Throttle Thursday, David and I are going to be talking a little bit about how you avoid a summer slump and make these summer months the most productive of the year. Let's check this out. Successful people learn how to make their mind work for them. I'm David Nagel, and this is the Successful Mind Podcast. Successful Mind Podcast. Another Full Throttle Thursday here. Got David here with me. How you We're doing here. today, sir? I'm doing fantastic, man. How are you? I'm good. I'm excited to talk about this because, you know, summer's right around the corner. <laughs> and and I think that, you know, in our industry, you know, where we're working, you know, 365 days a year, we don't often think too often about like summer and avoiding any sort of summer slump. I mean, right. I feel like we're always on, but with Memorial Day happening in just a few days, it's right around the corner. There's a lot of things that are going through my mind. And, and so I, you know, I kind of had this idea, we could have this conversation to see if we can help some of our <laughs> listeners out. For People who have followed you for a long time, they know that you are a master salesperson. You teach people how to work through anybody's objections and get to the sale. And, you know, sales is something you have to do every single day. And if yeah. you're not doing it every day, then you're out of business. Right. With summertime, it adds in a little bit of a different paradigm that I think people have to work through. And I think that's where we'll start. Um, you know, there's a lot of patterns that are being interrupted over the course of the summer, meaning kids are out of school. So they're in your, they're in your house, they're running around. Normally when you are working from home, you've got your own little setup. There's nobody to bother you. You can have sales conversations from the time the kids go to school until the time they get home. So that's plenty of hours in a row. So there's a pattern interrupt there. There's all that activity. There's gardeners outside, leaf blowers happening right outside your window. You're trying to find a quiet place to have these conversations. Yeah. And I think most importantly, with the sun coming up so early and it going down so late, there seems like a lot of time to just be able to goof off. And I call this sort of like the brain drain where you just don't feel like you want to do anything, which I believe leads to like burnout and maybe some uh, lower levels of productivity. So yeah. let me start with you. How do you keep yourself motivated with those sorts of distractions having, having happened? Because you've done this before uh, when you were, when you were starting out making sales calls. Yeah. Yeah. Because house. for the first, what, uh, 12, 15 years of my business, I was raising children, right? That, that the fact that they're grown is actually a recent thing. Um, so the last one turned 23 years ago. Right. Okay. So yeah. it was, they were, they were very young. Always and, and, around. Yeah. And I started in 99 and my two youngest kids were born in 96, 97. So they were really, really little. The other ones had, were just approaching teenage years at that point, but it, it was an interesting thing. But the first thing was this. So when I, when I decided, cause it was a conscious decision to become a master salesperson. Like I, I knew that if I could master this skill set. It was not only going to be a benefit financially, but it would take all the worry out of the business. 
I mean, I studied for a long period of time. So I looked at all the different things that people worried about and had issues with in business. And what I realized was that there was a common denominator that if, if they didn't have a problem in this one area, that it was easier to deal with every other problem. And that was sales, right? Because if money's the problem, it makes everything worse, right? But if money's great, then it takes the temperature down a bit with everything else because you're not under that survival pressure constantly, right? So when I decided to, to do that, one of the things I looked at, well, did I look at? I guess I started to become aware of all the different areas where salespeople get stuck in a mindset that causes them to back off. And one of those is all the different things that happen during the year as far as the ability to contact other people. So you have summer, then you have the kids are getting ready for school in the fall, and then you have six months of holidays, you know, showing up and then it's Easter and it's spring break and you're back in the summer again, right? So I said to myself that And I had a salesperson at the time that I had hired and they were coming back to me with those types of things. Like the kids are, are, they're off with the kids or now they're getting ready to go back to school. And I'm like, this is BS. Like I'm not buying into this. People buy things every day of the year, right? And it's a matter of, can you reach the people and what's important to them in the moment? And I knew that, especially for business people, there are no vacations for business people. Even if they take a personal time off, the business is still going. So I said, okay, I'm, I am going to, I'm going to do something for a few years to prove that this is nonsense. Because I thought if that gets into my head, it will become the perfect excuse. And I cannot allow any excuses if I'm going to master this. So it was, I'm going to make sales every day of the year, even if it's just one sale, Christmas, Thanksgiving, the whole nine yards, because I was like, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to allow that bit of evidence to get into my mind and say, this is an excuse. So summertime was an interesting time because the kids were little. Uh, we lived in a very small house when I first started. Um, my wife was uh, not only dealing with our kids, but she used to watch neighborhood kids and, you know, she would, she would do this little homeschool thing. And like, there were a, a lot of kids all around. So, one of the things that we had to do was that we had we had to approach it from the aspect of our our house is different, right? The the rules in our house have to be different. It has to it has to change based on what our lifestyle was, not what's normal for everybody else. We lived in a neighborhood where everybody had a job, right? And yet I was starting this business. So it it had to it had to come down to okay, what does that look like as far as is running the house is running the house especially with the kids so there be boundaries had to be created like you would create boundaries anywhere else dad's working you have to be quiet you have to you know you use your loud voice outside um you can't you can't just go barging into the office all these different things so a, a lot of those problems were alleviated in my own home by setting proper boundaries and having the help. My wife and I were both on the same page with the boundary thing. Like it had to happen or there were no sales that were going to be made. So that, they adopted to it pretty quickly. I mean, I think, I will admit that there was like a little bit of um, uh, a fortunate 
way that this happened. Number one, the two little ones were very, very little, right? So there wasn't too much noise there. Um, but the uh, but my two oldest kids, in the summertime, we had them involved in things, right? They were in swim team. They were at soccer camp. They were at softball camp. They So we did things where there was a large amount of time where they were out of the house during the day, and they were involved in these different activities. We always kept the kids involved in activities. Smart. So that that lessened the amount of chaos that's going on, you know, at the house. And then we structured things like parties or when friends could come over. And I made sure that I was working in the hours that I was supposed to be working. And that during the off time, the kids could be kids and I was off too. So it was not like a a conflict of interest. Yeah. They had your focus. I think that's great. It reminded me of when we first started this journey with Steph and I, um, and she was not working with you yet at the time she was working her own business, but soon to meet you very quickly and start on this amazing journey at life is now. But one of the cool things was, is she would have clients in the house because she was a holistic nutritionist. So she would have clients in the house and I would pick up the kids from preschool and regular school and they were physically in the house. house. So there would be a client when we would walk through the side door, we would go directly down to the basement where I had set up sort of like a study nook and the kids would walk in that door quiet as a church mouse at age seven and five because we had set those firm boundaries they would go downstairs. We'd take out our backpacks. I'd whip them up a quick little snack because we had a little kitchenette down there. Okay. And they would sit down and they would do their work. And, you know, they knew from an early age that when mom's in her office, because there was no door on her office, when when she was in her office yeah. there, we would slip in. She wouldn't even know we were there. And I thought that was really cool that you mentioned boundaries because I think that's one of the biggest things that needs to happen in a household where you're going to have more activity in the summer months and you have to make sales calls. You have to be on the phone with clients. And I think my kids learned early on that when mom was working, she was working. And when she was off, she was off. And yeah. I love how you mentioned that as well. We had to find solutions like you just mentioned one that I that I remembered that I had forgotten about. We my first home was a 980 square foot ranch. Ooh, now it had a basement, but the basement was unfinished. Sure. So one of the things that we did was we finished the basement, and because the basement was finished, we could take the kids downstairs, and they could be a little bit louder down down there. And it's a Midwest basement, so yes. it's <laughs> you know you could be a little bit louder in a Midwest basement than you can in a in a Southern basement. Yeah. it's 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 a little more insulated. Yeah, it's funny because our, my kids still talk about that, and they remember those even though they were so. Low little at the time and they were just learning how to navigate the world, they knew that, um, that it was very important that mom was, you know, in the other room with a client trying to help them. Yeah. And, and it continued on even when we were in the car and Steph would be making sales calls for you. She would sit in the very back row of whatever vehicle we were riding in. The kids would be on their headphones watching a TV or watching a video and she'd be in the back making sales calls. I remember one time she was making sales calls for a good six or seven hour road trip and she was closing one after another and every every single time she'd close a sale, take it to one of your events or something along those lines, we would kind of like, you know, clap or hoot and holler and then mom would go back to business. So I really think it's important. But one of the things that I'd like to talk about briefly is, and I think this is a captain obvious question, but I'm going to ask it anyways. Is there a different balance that has to be struck between work and play 
in the summer months versus say in the fall or the winter? Or do you think is it's just another day, just go about your business as is? Well, I think it depends on the lifestyle. So we're, what, one of the things that you and I are pointing out right now is, is how we handled business when we had small children, right. right? So if you have small children and you own a business, you're going to have to take that into consideration. And, and what I think is, is that it really, it requires planning. You sit down with your spouse and you plan out what is the summer going to look like? If you just approach it uh, without any planning whatsoever, you're bound to have chaos, right? So there's thinking that goes into it. So not only thinking about how you're going to handle your own family, but if you're making sales, you have to consider, okay, there's people that are going to be on vacation. There's people that are going to have different hours because of uh, the business. And you have to consciously say, how do I adapt to this, right? What patterns do I start noticing? How can I work around some of these issues? And one of the ways that I did it was that I would do phone calls. I had to do phone calls when the when they could talk on the phone. So I would have to re, I would have to rearrange. Sometimes I did. This is the, the 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 God's truth. I would do phone calls sometimes between twelve and three in the morning at different places where people where it was at their convenience to do it. There were some times where I would get up at three and actually do conference calls for sales with people in Australia because they were up, right? They were up. So I had to, I changed my schedule based on when is the, when is the potential client available for a call? Yeah. That's one of the things. And I think this goes back to boundaries as well, because you could make sales calls for 24 hours straight. There's, there's varying degrees of different time zones across the world. And you can be speaking to your people at all hours of the night if you choose to. This is not a, you know, nine to five type environment, especially when you are a business owner. So if we, let's, let's shift away from the, the sales calls for a minute, because there's probably some people who are listening right now who aren't in a sales position yet. They too struggle with how they shift the paradigm in their mind when their mind just wants them to hit the pool or hit the beach. And the common, you know, you know, the, the, the common misconception there is, Oh, well, there's always tomorrow, right? Oh, I'll get to that tomorrow. The problem is, is one day, he gets another day and then it's a week. And then before you know it, you've gone two weeks in your business or whatever you're doing where your productivity is completely shot. So if that's the case, how do we shift that paradigm in our mind to stay focused and get the job done when there's so much distractions in the summer months? So I think you're you're mentioning a key word that I think is very important. You're saying job. I think that a business person has to change the paradigm in their mind that they're not working a job. Um, you know, we like the job that I had uh, before I started this business and the job that you had were different. I had a job that didn't have the summer off. You were a teacher. Correct. You had the summer off. So I had the, at best, I only had a couple of weeks vacation a year. And then we had to strategically determine when we're going to take that vacation. So it wasn't like I could just take off anyway and go and go do something. Um, there were, well, there were even times when, when my wife took the kids, uh, on an extended vacation and I stayed home and worked, you know, but I viewed it as there, there are definitely things in the summertime that I would like to participate in that you can't participate in other times of the year. And especially in the part of the world where we lived, because we lived in a place where seven months out of the year, you're in wintertime. Or oh, some version of right. winter, right? Easy to work in those conditions oftentimes. Yeah, because there's cause nothing else to do. It's just dark. Right. <laughs> you wake it's, up, it's dark. It's dark, you it's leave. cold. Yeah, you it's, know. yeah, it's cold, you're, you're just sucked in. Yeah. Yeah. So 
it, again, it came down. It came down to scheduling. It was okay. If do I want to go to the beach? Do I want to go to the pool with the kids? Do I want to go hiking with the kids? What do we want to have a bonfire? And then scheduling those things. But the other, the flip side of it was when you were not in that schedule, you had to be working. Right. It. it you cannot just sit around and think about what you're going to do and burn that time. It has to be productive. So you need to be doing whatever it takes for you to be in those sales conversations, right? Today, people don't make a lot of sales calls in most industries. It's DMs and text sure. messages and all that. Touching your clients in some way. You, you ha- yeah, you have to be. I also think that that allows for a little bit more flexibility that I didn't have back in the day when it was just phone calls, right? right? So, to you know, today we have the ability to, to contact people 360 and anytime, within, anytime in the 24-hour period based, excuse me, on where it is that they live. But I think it's just discipline. It's saying, here's the goal that I, I want to reach. And now, how am I going to structure my life so that I can reach that goal and still be able to do the things that I want to do with my family or myself or whatever? Like, my kids are grown now, so I don't have that issue. But you mentioned something at the beginning of the call was interesting, like the the, the landscapers, right? Correct, yeah. So so here's, the <laughs> I think this is actually kind of comical in a way. My landscaper comes on one day. Right. And it seems like every neighbor I have, the landscaper goes to them on a different day. He doesn't do just the name like this neighborhood all at one time. So it's not just one. It's like, okay, on Wednesday mornings, the landscapers there don't do calls for, for that two hours. Right. But Thursday morning, he's at the guy next door on the left. And Friday morning, he's at the guy next door on the right. Right. So it is there are things that you have to deal with and adjust when you're in a situ when you're in a situation like sure. that. Sure. There, well, there's a rhythm. There's a rhythm to the neighborhood. There's a rhythm to the season and you just got to find your way in the rhythm. And I just heard from what you said, it's another calendar situation. Like you talk yeah. so much about owning your calendar, making sure that you have everything in your calendar and being flexible within that calendar, not saying don't do this thing that's in my calendar, but being able to shift something if the landscaper decides to roll up and start leaf blowing your patio when you have a very important call and being able to maybe shift that call. So, you know, do you manage your calendar differently during the summer months or is it just basically a rinse and repeat from all the other months of the season? Well, it's different. Yeah, no, it's it's different because if you look at our if you look at our company calendar, right, or or my calendar, which reflects what's going on with the company in the summertime, you right across the top of the calendar, it's showing me who's on vacation, what weeks. Yeah. So that changes everything, sure. right? Who's on vacation, and then of course that comes down to scheduling, podcast, video shoots, whatever it is that we're doing. All of that has to to shift, and somehow everything has to get done. Um, during those times because everybody's taking basically their vacations through those months. But one of the, th- I here's where I think the biggest problem comes in. This is what I see anyway. The calendar could be your greatest friend and such a great productivity tool until you don't do the thing you're scheduled to do. And then it becomes your friggin' nightmare, the calendar, right? Because if I, if I have, if I have to make sales calls for three hours today and during that time, I, if I blow it off and I do something else that didn't get done, 
but where is it going to fit in the rest of my calendar, right? My calendar is scheduled to be productive every day. I don't have three hours someplace else to replace what I didn't do, right? right? Now, on occasion, you might have an emergency or something where that has to change. But if it is because you're lacking discipline in that area, you can take something that makes your life so wonderful and you could turn it into a nightmare because that still has to get done. True. But you can't undo what you didn't do, right? Yeah. So you have to correct it as, as fast as, as possible. But my calendar these days, basically it, it the summertime, it shifts based on who's going on vacation in the company, right? Sure. Whether it's me or you and Steph or who, whoever, yeah. right? That's where, it, that's where it starts to get... Uh, uh, changed. Yeah. It's, it's the discipline. Like you said, when it's in your calendar, you get it done. And if you did not get it done based on your own fault, then you need to find a way to fill that in yeah. at some point in time. You just don't blow it off. We're not saying don't take time away because I mean, everybody knows that if you, you know, if you're, if you're working diligently and you're really starting to hit a wall, sometimes just taking a day to yourself and blocking off that calendar again to allow yourself to move through it is a good thing. You, there's a lot of benefits that can come from a person who, you know, is is burning out quickly but if you are just blowing it off for the sake of blowing it off like you've always said you know with with bob it's easier to do that again the next time and the next time you're rewiring your brain for uh for not being successful right that is not a successful mind tip at all you need to make sure you're you're finishing your stuff and if you're not if you're just blowing it off and just because it's beautiful outside and you want to go sit by the pool that is a dangerous dangerous perilous place to be it is it's, yeah. it's terrible because it just it picks up steam yeah. in that direction and it gets worse and worse and worse and as you go i like i tell people i would rather see you say you're not going to do it then put it down there and then build that habit because you give yourself permission in your mind. Any excuse becomes the one that's going to work at that, at that moment. Now talking about calendars, your calendar was very different in the summer as a teacher, right? Yeah, very different. So as a teacher, you know, we were bound by the calendar from basically September till June, which left the entire, for most of half of June, all of July and all of August off. So I had consistently two and a half to three months off consecutively. And because Steph was also in the classroom, we had this large chunk of time where we would do our traveling, where we would, you know, go see family and we didn't have to worry about a job. We still got paid. We chose to to take our paychecks 12 months out of the year. So we still had income coming in, but we could just goof off. Now I've been out of the classroom for 14 years now. Steph has been out of the classroom for 15 years. I don't know if she experiences the same issues that I do, but as soon as the calendar gets right around the time where we're at right now, yeah. my brain wants to shut off so much. Like my subconscious kicks my ass around this time of year because I look at how beautiful it is outside. I know that the golf course is only 10 minutes away. I know that the boat is ready and gassed up. Yeah. To hit the lake. And, you know, in our world, a Tuesday is like a Saturday. They all kind of blend in because, you know, we really love what we're doing and we we could work all the time if we wanted to. But when the calendar changes, I do find myself struggling a little bit with being creative and being productive. And I think that's where the calendar comes back in again, because if you, if I wake up one day and say, you know, I think, uh, I think today I will fill in the blank. You leave that so loose (laughs) right there, that loose, you just, you just, basically plan to fail. That is not a, that is not a recipe for success. When you say, I think I'll go do, or I think maybe like, especially with podcasting, like I think I'll edit this episode or I think, no, if, if I'm going to do it, it ends up on a to-do list and it ends up in my, you know, CRM knowing where I can track everything and know where everything's going to be. If I come in loose, 
I'm going to, I'm going to fail at it. And I think that's where transitioning from the classroom at first, it was neat because I didn't have to be at school at eight and there until four. I didn't have to do all these grading of papers and meeting with parents and having all these other commitments that didn't fall just within those, those timeframes. But then when I, when I went through my first year of working, you know, in and around this industry with you, I realized that when June came around, oh, shoot, I still have to work. <laughs> have to <laughs> so, work. Yeah. so for me, it was, it was trying to figure out the balance. And I think the calendar has helped. I think it helped that Steph and I are in the same, you know, boat as far as motivating one another when one's up or the other one's down, we tend to balance each other out. But I think that those long winter months are easy to work through. The summer months do pose a little bit more of yeah. a challenge. Well, you know, the other thing that's interesting, well, and it will be interesting to see, your kids are grown now. They are. So now you don't have to do the big vacations and everything no. that you do with the kids. You and Steph could do things, yeah. you know, and you could do you could do them on the road, right? Yeah. And I think that's one thing that, that you know, the, the pandemic really taught us is that we can do our work wherever. Right. I mean, I love coming to the office. I love coming to the studio. The collaboration that happens within, you know, Life is Now here is amazing, right? But when you're, you realize that we could be monitoring a, a, you know, a, a call or we could be doing an event virtually from anywhere as long as we have a strong internet signal. It really does open things up quite a bit. So, you know, I love the wintertime. I love the spring. I love the fall, but summertime is its own special beast. But I love that my brain wants to wants me to take time off because yeah. it allows me growth. Like there's room to grow in this situation. And I think that's, uh, I think that's super cool. But yes, 14 years still being out of the classroom. My brain wants me to just goof around, man. Yeah. I and mean, that's really I what it boils you. down to. And I think the same is true, you know, with, with most people, I think anybody around this time of year, they, they struggle with the productivity. They, they might be feeling like they need a day off. And if you want to take a day off, please don't misunderstand, take the day off. But remember that a day off of work means you're going to have to fin find and fill in that time somewhere down the road. You can't just blow it off. And if you're, if you say you're going to do it and it hits that calendar, you best be about doing it because if you don't, the next time is going to be that much easier and that much easier and so on. Yeah. So, yeah. The, well, the other, good. but there's another, the, the other side to this for business people is something else that's important too, because even though you're a business owner, so you're always on to some degree, you really need to use the same discipline when you're off and really try to be off, sure. right? Focus on your family, focus on your spouse, focus on the kids, focus on yourself, give yourself the time that, that you need when you're off. Because I see that as a big problem too. Yeah. People take time off and they're more exhausted when they go back to work because they didn't actually take any time off. Sure. They tried to work and be on vacation at the same time. Yeah, it doesn't always work. I mean, you can, there, there's, you know, we've done some, you know, workations, if you will. Right. Um, like last weekend, for example, you know, when we, when we were, you know, doing some, some team retreat and planning and things like that, people had a chance to enjoy it, but when it was work time, it was work time and you yeah. settled in and you buckled down and you got the work done. I think that's, uh, that's important for everybody, a good lesson out there for for, for our listeners would be to just make sure that, you know, you are taking the appropriate amount of time, but when it's time to work, you get down to business. Do I it. think that's a recipe yeah, for success. All right. Well, with the unofficial kickoff to summer happening this Memorial Day weekend, um, do you have any plans in the works to make this summer one to remember? 
Uh, we're just, you know, um, the idea is that we're going to spend some time with my kids. My kids are moving around a little bit this year. So uh, we're looking to forward to spending, I say we're like, there's another, there's another <laughs> person there. It's just me. Um, I'm looking forward to spending time uh, with them. And uh, I've got some interesting things that I've planned that I want to see if they can come through. There's some, some back order and a few things that I've bought. Damn so supply I'm, chain. I'm, yeah. Well, yeah. It's, I mean, there's, it's, it's, uh, the production the production time is much slower than it was in years sure, past. Sure. So hopefully, you know, I bought a, one of the things I bought was a new boat. So oh we'll see God, if it yes. gets here by the end of July or not. I'm looking forward to that. So yeah, we'll see. That's awesome. Yeah, and it's it's perfect too. And you know, the beauty of this this boat you're going to get is that pretty much living in the area we live in, you can almost boat 12 months out of the year. Pretty much. True, that's true. So that that's pretty exciting. That's I think true. for me, you know, we're uh, we're uh, taking an epic road trip uh, out to Montana, and it's going to be Starship Wanda's very first long trip. Uh, Starship Wanda is our Airstream that we purchased back in October. We've taken it as far away as, you know, Florida and the Florida beaches and things like that. But this is a 12 state, 5,200 mile gauntlet that we're going to be running over the course of about 29 days. So uh, we're looking forward to that. It's going to be quite fun. Um, It's always fun to just get out on the road and just see so many different places. And Steph gets inspired by vastness, like the vastness of the world. Like when we go to, when we went to on our RV trip a couple of years ago and she went to, we went to Moab and just seeing, you know, Arches National Park or driving, excuse me, driving on Route 66, uh, going to through Texas and Oklahoma and even, you know, even the big sky state of Montana, just being around that, even though she's working while she's on the road, I oftentimes will see her staring out the the window and she'll come up with the best ideas in those moments. So, you know, even though she's working, but she's, she's traveling while she's working and she's, she's still always on. And I think that's going to be a, a benefit to the company. Everybody. It's going to be a benefit to her. And it's definitely going to be a benefit for me, to me because all I have to do is drive. <laughs> like, I mean, she gets to check her emails and she gets to write all right. these things and reach out to the team and keep in and contact. And I'm like you. I love the driving part. I do too. I, I just love driving. Just settle in. I think that's the beauty of it. I think yeah. that's what I'm most looking forward to this summer. So uh, we'd like to hear what everybody out there is planning on doing for their summer. So uh, you go ahead and uh, leave a comment down below. Let us know what's going comment. on. Yeah, with your summers. We want to know. And how subscribe. You, yeah, definitely. And how are you going to avoid the summer slump if you are an individual who is a business owner and in sales. How are you going to avoid that summer swoon? We do not want that to happen. So everybody out there, have a safe and uh, happy Memorial Day. You too as well. Yeah, you too, man. Yeah, we'll see you uh, next week. Later. Summer's here, everybody, and I know you're super excited. I know I'm excited. Dave is excited, and we hope that this is an epic summer, one you will never forget. Do us a favor. Leave us a comment down below. Let us know how you avoid any sort of summer slump and stay productive in these very important months. Sales happen all the time, and this is your opportunity to prove that to yourself. Shift that paradigm. Do us a favor. Ring that bell. Make sure you don't miss any of this, and subscribe and share this with someone who could benefit from these teachings. Until the next time, have a safe Memorial Day, everyone, and we'll see you on the next Successful Mind Podcast. Thanks for listening to the Successful Mind Podcast. And if you like what you heard and you want to know more, go to davidnagel.com forward slash free stuff.